You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. This is Real Presence Live. Steve Splonskowski along with Tom O'Keefe. We've been visiting this morning on a varied number of topics, but Tom, I think there's there always seems to be a theme um, that kind of emerges as we talk. The first the conversation was about St. Therese of Lisieux um, and, and her book, I Believe in Love, available from Sophia Institute. Really, the theme there was love. And then we had uh, Blake Redman on talking about his retreat he went to on uh, being a, a beloved son yeah. and a loving father. And I think that the, the word there was surrender. Yeah. So we've got love and surrender were the, the, the two themes so far that's emerging for me. And of course, love, of course, is not possible without surrender. Uh, we have to give the Lord space in order to fill us with that love that he really has for us. And this hour, we're going to spot, uh, talk with Mary Hanbury. So we're going to we're see what the Holy Spirit's going to do with this hour, how that's going to fit into the theme. Mary, how are you this morning? I'm good, Steve. Really okay. good. Thanks for being here. Thanks. We're going to talk this hour, folks. As you know, we're in the midst of the National Eucharistic Revival. Um, and last year was the diocesan year coming up starting here in June now is the parish year. And next year, we've got the National Eucharistic Congress uh, that uh, is going on in, in July. And the Diocese of Fargo has put together a pilgrimage available uh, for people to journey together down to that, uh, that event in uh, Indianapolis. So, t- Mary, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I was, I was laughing. I'm like, every time they have pilgrimage going on, I'm like the pilgrimage lady we have on RPR. Because I love I love going on pilgrimage. It is uh, transforming in my own life. But yeah, so uh, next year, the Diocese of Fargo is sponsoring a uh, bus trip pilgrimage to the National Eucharistic Conference. And that is, or Congress, I guess we're calling it, in July. Uh, the, the bus dates are, are two days getting down there, a day and a half, and then two days getting back. More or less. Um, but the conference itself is five days. So this pilgrimage is from July 17th. The bus leaves Fargo. And we come back on Monday, July 22nd. The bus does. The conference itself is five days. Um, and so we're, we're going to push it to get there and push it a little bit to get back. But it's, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be fun. Yeah, and I think we have two buses. So a, a possible buses, about yeah. 80 people total. Oh, we could, Is that right? We could do 100. We could do 100? Yeah. So now we so just to explain it, if you go on the the conference website, uh, the national conference website, they've got all these different ticket packages. If you're a family, if you're going with like a youth group, now um, Steve, you were able to get us prepaid tickets. You want right. to explain that? How did that all work? Yeah, so about a year ago, they made it possible for dioceses to buy prepaid tickets so they would kind of know who was going to come. And so we did uh, purchase, I believe, 200, around 200 tickets, 240. 150, I think. Oh, it was 150. Yeah, I think we could yeah. purchase yeah. 200. Yeah. So 150 yeah. tickets we did purchase at a lower rate, right. Um, right? which are available. And so we're going to use about 100 of those um, for our pilgrimage. And then we've got another 50 available. Exactly, exactly. Those tickets are $200. If you just go on their website... And uh, register, they're at, well, I think, like 375 or something like that. So once our tickets are gone, there's, they're gone. I can't get any more unless we find another diocese that got them. And yep. So again, so we have it available. You can join on the pilgrimage from the Diocese of Fargo, and you still get that same great ticket rate. Um, and you get to come on the bus with us, or you could also 
for up to 50 people, you could uh, purchase those tickets uh, from the diocese uh, at that $200 level. Again, in order for more information on this, FargoDiocese.org. This is our website. If you just scroll down, I've got the button really close yeah. to the top yeah. now, uh, right there where you can just click on the uh, Eucharistic Pilgrimage, Fargo Diocese Eucharistic Pilgrimage. For information there, Mary Hanbury or I can both talk to you on that. But let's talk a little bit more about... Uh, Let's, let's, let's back up just a little bit, Mary, and talk about what, what happens on pilgrimage. Why a pilgrimage? Why don't we just tell people, here, here's tickets. Yeah. Why don't you just get down there and have a good time? Well, I mean, we could do that. I mean, not everybody can go on pilgrimage on the bus. So, yeah, there are people that are going to do their own thing or fly there. You, you do whatever you need to do. Um, but it, uh, there's something special about a pilgrimage. First of all, going with a group of people that have the same um, background or thoughts as you of, of the mission of why they're going there. Um, it's a journey. So the, the pilgrimage in the Catholic Church has been going on since, you know, right after Christ. People went to the Holy Land to go walk in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. And then they started coming to Rome and journeying to Rome. But there's something about that journey um, where you're, you're putting yourself away from your home and away from all the distractions of your life. And you have a single purpose of leading you to the divine, whether it's, you know, whether you're going to be going a far distance to Rome or you're doing something closer in the United States, but we're heading closer to the Jubilee year, which is 2025. And you're, we're going to be hearing a lot more about pilgrimage. In fact, the theme is pilgrim of hope. And so, um, yeah, there's just something beautiful about uh, journeying somewhere as a group together and praying as you go. Well, and, and, and as you know, with any pilgrimages, we've done a number of pilgrimages here at Real Presence Radio. Um, and then also done some, you know, personal ones with, with Mary and others. But, you have to know that there's always going to be hardship, yeah. <clears throat> as we talk about. There's, it's, you, whenever you're working with 100 other people, there's going to be hardship. There's going to be difficulty. And there's this opportunity, a great opportunity, to experience um, kind of, a, in a sense, a communal charity where we're all like, we're all struggling, which means we're all struggling together. Exactly. And we have to do this <laughs> together. So we can all really blow our tops together, or we could work through this together. And there's a beauty that I've seen in, I mean, every pilgrimage I've been on, there's been something. That yeah. I had to deal with, right. um, but there was always this grace of the moment uh, of the shared grace of really being on pilgrimage, and the Lord saying, "Okay, go, working through this together will actually be at the end of the pilgrimage the best moment of the entire pilgrimage." Exactly, exactly, and it's the one you're going to talk about, right? That's the one that first comes up. Of remember the time of. In fact, I have a recent story. I took a group to Rome in March, and we're at this very nice restaurant for lunch, and we were going to head right after that to St. Mary Major, and then St. Paul outside the wall, and the priest who was with me had only been to Rome once, so he didn't really know uh, too well. He kind of had a general idea. It was Father Greg Hammond, and uh, acid reflux hit me, like, right before lunch, and just really, really bad. Like, I was throwing up. I couldn't do anything about it. I threw up for four hours. It wouldn't stop. I felt perfectly fine. I wasn't, like, flu- but it wouldn't stop, so I could not lead this group on to the next church because I'm just in the bathrooms at Mary Major. And I had to say, Father, you got to take him. And I'm trying to explain to him how to do, like, the tickets in the metro, where he's going, da 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 And I eventually made myself back to the hotel on the bus, which was not fun. But the group, apparently, Father did fine. You know, I kept offering it up. I'm like, oh, please, no, Lord, I'll, I'll take this and just keep my group safe. And Father decided to change the the route a little bit on the way back. He's like, he was texting me at the time. Do you think I should do this or that? I'm like, sure, try it. And at one point they were at the, they were spending all this time like walking around trying to find a bus stop or the right bus stop, which if you've been to Rome, you know how this goes. And he's praying like, okay, I t I'm totally lost. I don't know where there's 
where we're, the bus stop to go on, and I don't know if he said a prayer or what, but this lady came up to them and apparently noticed how lost they were, and she said, oh, no, you're in the wrong place. Come over here and follow me. I'll take you exactly where you need to go, and here's the bus you need to get on. And he, the group came back to me later and said, like, you must have been praying for us, because it was like this angel appeared out of nowhere, and we were, like, not knowing where we were going, what we were doing, and I'm like, I was praying for you. The Lord takes care, you know? The thing I love about pilgrimage, and I, I've been blessed to be on a couple, is is once you get on that bus, everything, you, who you are, kind of goes away, and you're yeah. just a member of a group. A group. Yeah. The bo- you're a member of the body of Christ right yeah. now, and you don't even necessarily. Occasionally, you might ask someone what they do or where they're from and stuff like that, but you're you're. It's more about this experience that you're having mm-hmm. together, and you you create that bond with them that that you kind of share forever outside of any yeah. other secular. Yeah. Uh, criteria, right, right, right. So it's kind of it's, it's an extended retreat. Again, that there's a surrender, yeah. there's a cost there to it as well. Right, but right. you have to you have to step aside and and you're really telling the Lord, okay, I'm I'm going out to the desert here a little bit for a while. It's going right. to be a it's going to be a while. It's not going to be 40 days, but it is an opportunity. And so as you're thinking, you know, uh, praying about this opportunity coming up again next July, the 16th to the 22nd, 2024. Uh, for the uh, National Eucharistic Congress pilgrimage, Diocese of Fargo is offering uh, a couple of buses, and we'd love to have you with you. Uh, Mary and I will both be on that bus uh, with you. Uh, get more, more details at FargoDiocese.org, and then click on the Fargo uh, pilgrimage uh, link there. Well, for, for many of our listeners, they probably are well aware of uh, what the Eucharistic Congress is all about, but for some that might not know, why, why is this pilgrimage so important, and why, and why right now? Why is the pilgrimage yeah, or, or the, the, the conference? The con- 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 well, the conference, the bishops, uh, it was a couple of years ago, the Pew count came out or the Pew research, and they realized that uh, a good amount of Catholics don't believe in the real presence of Christ. And they were shocked by that. They're like, we, we got to do, these are the Catholics in the pews. These are the ones coming to church. And we need to do something about that. And so it was Bishop Cousins who uh, inaugurated the, this National Eucharistic Revival. So it's not just one conference. We're all doing things in our diocese mm-hmm. conferences. And so, but this is kind of like the big culminating event, and it's going to be huge. I mean, who's who in the Catholic Church? That's who's going to be there. All big speakers. They haven't announced the speakers yet, but we know they're going to be huge. Yeah. So again, it's that, like you said, the culmination, uh, the kind of the the fiesta resistance yeah. of, uh, of since yeah. we're speaking French this morning um, of the, the National Eucharistic uh, Revival, and that we're, we're part of. And so, we want to make this possible for everybody to join us. Uh, in that, again, you can you can come on a, a pilgrimage, and I, I suspect you could check with your own diocese if you're not uh, from here in the Fargo area. There's probably pilgrimages going across the different, yeah. again, the, the entire diocese. Uh, we're offering one here. You can also go on your own, and we have tickets available right, for that right. as well. Yeah, I know Crookston has uh, is, has something going. I haven't talked to the other diocese, but surely, yes, check with your own diocese. Yeah, and you can certainly join us. I mean, the, we, we're happy to have anybody. You don't have to be from within the Diocese of Fargo, but uh, join us on your pilgrimage. But again, that opportunity to celebrate together, to, to really enjoy this journey. There's going to be some stops along the way, other things yep, that we'll be yep. seeing on the way down. That's what a pilgrimage is about. Um, and we'll have, you know, on the bus, it's, we usually try to stop every couple hours for a bathroom break and then, you know, stop for lunch. And so, like, it's just going to be a wonderful time. I can tell you, Mary and I have been on pilgrimage together uh, many, many times. Um, and uh, it's going to be a great event. Uh, so check it out, FargoDiocese.org. We are going to step away for a break and continue this conversation on the other side of the break. But while we're going to break, check it out, FargoDiocese.org. Click on Eucharistic Pilgrimage, FargoDiocese Eucharistic Pilgrimage, and we'll continue the conversation uh, about really stepping away, stepping into the desert 
again, the retreats we're talking about there, uh, reading uh, from the, the, the writings of the saints, and also going on pilgrimage. Uh, we'll talk about more about this on Real Presence Live as we come back on the other side of this break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. This is Jake Warner, the State Deputy of the North Dakota Knights of Columbus. I was asked to explain if someone were to come to me and, and ask why should they become a Knight of Columbus. I can answer from my, my own experience, uh, and that would be um, becoming a Knight of Columbus has made me a better Catholic. It's made me a better uh, husband, it's made me a better father, it's made me, a, made me a better man. There are so many things about the Knights of Columbus that young men are really looking for, and, and they don't understand it's just as close as, as their local church. Becoming a part of, of the Knights of Columbus local council uh, opens up so many doors for you. In a society where people are known to be loners and going their own way and, and trying to figure out what's going on around them, the Knights of Columbus provides you a family, people that you can go to, resources that you can reach out to, ask questions of, get encouragement from, uh, not only spiritual encouragement, but, but all kinds of things. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hi, this is Tom O'Keefe uh, with Real Presence Live, and uh, my co-host this morning is... Steve Sponskowski. And we are visiting with Mary Hanbury this morning, talking to us about the pilgrimage scheduled next July to the National Eucharist Eucharistic Congress. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, let's talk a little bit more about the pilgrimage, uh, where we're going to be stopping, the, maybe the agenda a little sure, bit. Sure, the route, the route. Yeah, the route. So um, I may have said the wrong date, but we are leaving Tuesday, July 16th in the morning. And I don't have the, the departure time exact quite yet, but it'll be uh, 7 or 8 in the morning uh, from Fargo, probably from the Pastoral Center on the south side of town. It, it's got a, a lot of parking that people can uh, leave their cars there. But anyway, the first day, it's a, it's a nine-hour-plus drive the first day because we are going to head right to uh, Mundelein, Illinois. And so we'll be stopping um, for lunch um, and obviously other bathroom breaks and things like that. But it's a little bit of a stretch that first day, uh, nine hours. And then Mundelein, I don't know if you guys have been to Mundelein. I have not, but I hear wonderful things about it. 
there's a seminary there. There's a conference center there. It's beautiful. They told me on, there's a lake with beautiful grounds. And so they have places for us to stay. We're going to have mass and uh, we'll have supper there as well. And right next door is Marytown. Steve, have you been to Marytown? I've been there, okay. yes. Yep. What was that? I haven't been to that. And that, I, the focus there is on um, uh, St. Uh, Colby, right? Yeah, St. Maximilian Colby, Colby okay. is, is the focus there. And so just a, a great kind of the history uh, of his life was, was just very uh, um, enlightening. And, and the, the, the grounds are going to be beautiful. Okay, so. Again, yeah. So we'll have a, the morning there where we can spend time there and we'll have mass. Uh, and they're going to feed us lunch. Uh, you'll get to to learn more information about St. Maximilian Colby. And I believe the Shroud exhibit is there too, um, if it if it's not checked out at the time, but you'll be able to see that as well. The conference starts in the uh, late uh, late afternoon, early evening in uh, Indianapolis. So I think we're about three hours away. So we'll have to get on the bus right after lunch. Get to, We have a, a nice hotel. We're at the Hampton Inn in Indianapolis, which is within walking distance of the conference. So we really lucked out with a close hotel. Um, and I have 150, or not 150 rooms, but rooms for 150 people. So about half that because they're double rooms. Um, already already on hold for us. And so we'll get there, we'll check in, and then we'll just start right in with the conference activities for that evening. And we'll be at the, the hotel for the entire conference there. And then on the departure date, which is a Sunday, they have mass, I think, in the stadium. And then, you know, it takes a while to check out all that. I don't, I think we'd be on the road by like 2 o'clock or 2.30 or something like that. We're going to do a deli stop, basically stop at a place, get a, have an order already ready to go, probably eat on the bus or find a park or something like that. And then we're going to stop in, uh, make a stop in New Rockford, Illinois, in an Italian restaurant. We're going to have a nice meal, sit down, relax some uh, good Italian food and some wine. Uh, and then we will head out and we're going to stay in Motson, Wisconsin, which is kind of in the middle of the state at a brand new lodge. It was actually just finished right before COVID. I actually just saw it yesterday. I was heading back from Milwaukee. Beautiful, big new lodge, um, outside seating and a beautiful place. So we're just going to stay there for the night. I wish we could spend more time there. because It was really nice. Um, and then back to Fargo the next day. And uh, so again, just a, it's going to be probably a, a full time of stuff going on the entire time, building relationships along the way. Okay, again, imagine you're going to be with another hundred people um, there on this event. Bishop Folder will be joining us. I'm not sure yes. if he'll be on the bus with us or not, but he'll be near. Yes. Um, at yep. least at the the Congress, because sometimes the bishops have to go down earlier and be at different meetings. Right, right. And I know the bishops stay at their own hotel and things like that, but you will see the bishop. He wants to be around his people. We just haven't worked it out how yet. Yep. We're and still getting details as well for this conference. And we don't know the details of the five-day event right, that's right. still coming. Again, it's a year away, but uh, we know it's going to be, like Mary said, the who's who's uh, uh, in Catholic in the Catholic world. And so it'll be a great event. And the who's who's of the diocese of this area, because right. you know what? We are all uh, beloved sons and daughters of the Father. And so just coming together creates such an amazing joy, as we talked about on pilgrimage. And we want uh, you to uh, enjoy that as well. So you can sign up on FargoDiocese.org, scroll down and click on the button there. Uh, the cost that we do have a kind of an early registration cost, I think is set up at, uh, what is it, 11 what is it there? Eleven or eleven hundred and twenty-five dollars early registration um, is is the cost uh, for the pilgrimage, and then uh, of course over the time it'll go up. You can you can just register with the do a deposit a three hundred dollar right, deposit. Right. Um, 
But again, we also have available, so that's for 100 people on that pilgrimage. If you want to go on your own and saying, hey, you know, we just, we want to drive down, we can actually provide you with tickets and you can also stay at the same hotel exactly. we're at. Exactly. Um, Mary's got, again, got some extra rooms there. So you can also do it that way if you don't want to ride on a bus um, with, with the, uh, your other friends. So a couple options we have, check it out, FargoDiocese.org. And then click on that Eucharistic Congress we have available. So, you know, Steve, for those, uh, I know a couple of families might be interested, and they actually have a separate, you don't want to do our tickets because they have a separate family package that are cheaper for kids that you'd have to register for your, uh, that on their website. But there are some great other sites in the area. If you wanted to go as a family and take the time, I know I've been to uh, Peoria, where Fulton Sheen is from, very close by to Indianapolis. They have his, his tomb is there. His body has been brought there. Um, they have a museum there. There's another little neat gem in St. John, Indiana, which is a couple hours north of Indianapolis, of the the Passion of the Christ Shrine or something with the Passion. Um, I think kids would love that, too. It's kind of going around in different areas, and they have, it's like you take this path of Jesus, basically, with life-size sculptures of Jesus in the garden and um, Jesus on the cross and Jesus resurrected. It was really, it was really neat. I, in fact, I wanted to put it in this this pilgrimage, but it was becoming too long because the conference itself is five days. So, um, it's. But if you're a family view of time, um, there is a book out there that I know I've been on the radio talked about before. Um, um, Marvel's monuments and something different shrines. I can't think of the name of it. But uh, call me and I'll tell you. But it's it's. It's got a map of each state and all the different shrines in each state. So you could really make this a, a, a pilgrimage trip and visit all kinds of shrines. There's some gems out there. Absolutely. So as you're hearing, Mary Hanbury is kind of the guru of pilgrimage world. Yeah. Um, if you have questions on you know, this pilgrimage or even if you want to take a family trip and you want to kind of do your own thing, uh, she also can give you some great ideas there. Check it out. Uh, FargoDiocese.org is the website. Her phone number is there as well. Yeah, or you can just do 356-7900 and ask for Mary Hanbury. Coming home through Wisconsin, there's all kinds of opportunity yeah. there with Our Lady of Guadalupe. Exactly. Uh, the 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 uh, uh, Mary, Our Lady of Good Help. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, only approved apparition yes, in the United yes. States. Uh, Holy right. Hill. Just, Holy just Hill. an incredible opportunity to, sh- to to see your faith throughout the the Midwest here. Right. Right. So we got five minutes to the bottom of the hour here, folks. Again, inviting you to consider pilgrimage. We talk about inviting you to pilgrimage. Um, consider a retreat at Maryvale. Also re- consider this pilgrimage um, for the Eucharistic Congress coming up next July, the 16th to the 22nd is our pilgrimage. The event actually is the 17th to the 21st um, right. is the actual Congress in Indianapolis, Indiana. So consider that, uh, again, stepping away, creating, you know, surrendering sometimes some space and even some cost. There is going to be cost to all of us to the Lord. But as I was having a conversation yesterday um, with a young lady we're talking about kind of giving to the church and it's impossible, absolutely impossible to give to the Lord without receiving more. He will not allow it. He will not allow it. Anytime you give to the Lord, you will receive more than you gave. That is what, how he is. He is such a wonderful God. And you look at the mass the mass is that kind of an opportunity where you can think about that's how the mass is, is set up is that we come together and we worship the Lord um, we offer we offer him our sins we enter into the liturgy of the word and then we offer him our lives and he gives us back his his life the Eucharist we receive more when we go to mass than we can even possibly give um, and so that's the same way in life he really is if you give generously to the Lord he will give super 
generously back to you. And, that, and that's the experience of pilgrimage. You just kind of just wrapped it up there. The, the, what you give, you, you go away with a lifetime of experience, a lifetime of grace that you can draw on again and again. I've been blessed to go to the Holy Land and and I always say the Rosaries has never been the same. Right. Oh, I bet. Yeah. For me, I, for me too. After, after I've been to the Holy Land to be able to put myself on the on the on the sea shore of the Sea of Galilee, uh, as as I'm going through the mysteries, or to be at the the, the place of the visitation, uh, it just the the graces just last forever. Yeah, the great gift. So again, a, rem- a reminder of that. You know, the Christian life is that opportunity to step away. You'll also see it in the litur- liturgical calendar of the church throughout the year. There are special times of the year that we again focus on our relationship with the Lord and that His His journey with us throughout our entire lives and not only just human human humanity salvation history and so it's important to step away in these ways um, whether it's for a day or for a week or for a month or whatever you can do to really enter into that relationship with the lord quiet ourselves surrender something and say okay lord here's some space oh and he is so efficient with space when we give him space he does so many wonderful things so uh, mary any final thoughts on pilgrimage um well, yeah, on that, but also the the, the Congress it, itself. You know, if you've not been to a, a large Catholic event outside of your own parish or um, area, this is going to be something uniquely different because they'll every pretty much every bishop in the United States is going to be there. You know, the cardinals, the bishops, uh, who knows how many hundreds of priests will be there. To see the, the, the national church like that is quite something. Um, that if you have the opportunity, you should do. And I think the pilgrimage to the, the bus, we've only got 100 tickets for that, you know, to sign up. Once they're gone, they're gone. But I think that's also going to be a ton of fun. Maybe your Steve's bus will maybe be more fun than my bus. but <laughs> We always have fun. <laughs> yeah, we always have fun. Um, and you'll get to be with your, your brothers and sisters in Christ, and we'll have Mass, and it's just going to be a great time. It's going to be hugely, I think... Um, something is going to affect you in your in your faith life you cannot go to this and not come home and go like well that was like next to nothing it's, it's not going to happen you will be moved yeah you, the holy spirit will work in your life through this it's going to be it's going to be something we've not seen anything like this in the united states for i don't know like since the 70s 1970s yeah. but i think you said 83 years or something the last year. one. yeah it's just um yeah. go i would say go if you're if you're, if you're on the fence post go Make a decision. Go. And more importantly, join us because we're, we're going yeah. as well. We yeah. want to be there with you. We wouldn't miss this. So if you want more information, FargoDiocese.org uh, on whether, you know, go, joining us on the pilgrimage or even just going on your own. But consider entering into this Eucharistic revival, uh, being together, journeying together, experiencing the true presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. He is the source and summit of our Catholic faith. Uh, we can't, we can't uh, really grow without him. And so help us continue. Uh, we want to journey with you, and we can help one another in this journey. So Mary Canbury, thank you so much for being You're here welcome. with us this hour. You're welcome. Folks, we're going to uh, continue our conversation on the other side of the break with Jane, Jane Greer talking about some Catholic art and poetry. You won't want to miss this. We'll be right back. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 